Blog Talk Radio. Six men. Radio. 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 Just before this honor, loyalty lives. As I enter industry with thoughts so lucrative, I was self-destruct before I become captive. They wouldn't let me in, now I'ma take that initiative to stand firm and make my own pivot. Yeah, I knew a few people with similar thoughts like these, and together we make the illustrious DVD. We'll fight until the end. Giving up is not an option. Things will never be the same if you ain't with it. Get to walking Don't and I'm saying Keep it as a reminder. Never stay
um, and you like, I don't know if you know what it is, but you like are listening to a song and you tell it to listen and it'll tell you what the song is and the artist is. And I've finally gone through there and like taken off everything from there and um, downloaded all the music. And so I'm kind of excited. Anyway. Congratulations. I'm glad you are utilizing technology. Uh, Finally, right? I know, right? Um, Aside from Twitter. So, okay, here's a story to start off with. Um, Kids these days are always trying to grow up fast. Some parents let them, kind of, which is debatably not good. Um, However, one father probably let his daughter grow up a little, well, not a little, way too fast because she was nine and he was letting her drive the car and granted, it wasn't a parking lot um, of a state park, though. So that's like kind of a and, – and on the weekend, on a Sunday. So it's busier on five. weekends. She's nine, N-I-N-E, nine, mm-hmm. almost ten. But then – and he was in the passenger seat, and they were driving around, and she crashed the vehicle into a tree after what they said was achieving excessive speed. So, I mean, I was allowed to drive when I was little, like not that little, probably like 12, but that was, we had a big yard, and I was allowed to drive in the yard, and I knew that if I wrecked anything or ran over anything, I wouldn't be getting my license until I was like 21. So, I don't know. That's just way too early. The funny thing is, the father is 23. Now, I am terrible at math, but that was him at like 14, 15 when he had her, when she was born. Yeah. You say he's 23? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 14, 15. Oh, 13 when she was conceived, depending on... Yeah. So everyone's trying to grow up too fast, and then... You grow up too fast, you have a kid too young, and then you try to make them grow up too fast. This is just messed up, man. Like, yeah. You can't be doing this. Yeah. You shouldn't be having, I mean, anybody, that, anybody that's doing it and doing a good job, props to you. But if you can have a kid before you can legally learn to drive, I don't know. Let's not try to find have them. better extracurricular uh, activities. So let's not try to have them drive before they're legally allowed to either. Yeah. Well, yeah. Would it be politically Mm -hmm. corrupt and not put your opinion out there? Interesting. Um, Kind of on the same subject of driving, um, a Papa John's delivery man was arrested for allegedly selling more than $40,000 in cocaine hidden in pizza boxes. What, he was trying to sell it? No, no, he wasn't trying to sell it. He was selling cocaine. Uh, He's a 45-year-old male, and he sold cocaine to undercover officers 19 times since since the fall of 2011. 45 with a pizza delivery gig. Yep. I mean... (laughs) I mean, do what you gotta do, gotta do, do to make your money. Forty-five, yeah. really? You, you couldn't find another career path, but yeah. 
But, I mean, that's pretty convenient if your actual way to make money is to sell Coke. Yeah. suppose it is. Um, and apparently he wasn't working alone. Another suspect was also arrested. Um, this guy's actually 28, so, yeah. But, like, but by no sense, I guess it was his, he was his protege because um, he only sold enough for, like, uh, 1200 to an undercover officer, so he's nowhere near the same level as the uh, other guy. And for your sake, the first guy's name was Raymond Rodriguez, and the second guy was uh, Jonathan Martinez. Hmm. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Well, on the um, while we're talking about interesting crime plots, I guess you could call that a plot. You know, that enough stuff. Uh, a guy, his name is Dexter Jackson. He's 34. I think it was. Yeah, today, actually. In New York, he was arrested and charged with criminal possession of stolen property and petty larceny. This was because he went into a 7-Eleven in New York and he stuffed donuts in his pants pocket. Why do I always find the people stealing food articles? (laughs) Are you hungry? I think I have a problem. No, not anymore. <laughs> but yeah, stuffing is so. That's what he stole from Seven Eleven. He stole donuts. Yeah, and he tried to get out. It was, he came in and out within like a minute. Um, yeah, went in, stuffed his pockets, tried to walk out. Cops got him. It's just like, oh my goodness. Really? Like, what do you? I mean. If he was homeless, I could get it. I'd be like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. Right. If he was starving, that kind of thing. But if he was just like an average, everyday Joe, it's like, come on, dude, you got to do better. Like, you can't even sell those. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What do you, once they hit your pockets, I mean, you can only stuff so many donuts in your pocket before it's just a ball of dough or bread Ah, or whatever. ah. See what you did there. He's got a bunch of dough in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am not on my A game right now. You need to get together. How about a music break? I know. Break? Hey, do you have a, um, real quick though, before we go to the music break, do you have a topic for this week by any chance? Or should we come back with that after the music break? We, we'll come back with that. What? So we'll come back with that. Okay. Sounds good. So what are we playing? One time I give him the opportunity to pick a song. I did pick a song. Cooked the breakfast with no harm 
phone, but didn't dig out. Finally got a call from a girl I wanna dig out. Hooked it up for later as I hit the door, thinking will I live another 24? I gotta go cause I got me a drop top, and if I hit the switch, I can make the ass drop. Had to stop at a red light, looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight, and everything is alright. I got a beat from Kim, and she can fuck all night. Called up the homies and I'm asking y'all, which part are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court and I'm troubled. Last week, fucked around and got a triple-double. Freaking niggas every way like MJ. I can't believe today was a good day.
Welcome back to The Rake. I'm your host, Renette. I'm Colby. I'm here with my co-host. I don't know what we used to call him, like vice co-host, bottom of the totem pole, floor scrubber, person, Jerome. Wow, all that? Okay, maybe not all that, but, you know, close enough. Thank you. And I saw... um, You feel better? 
Yeah, I do. Thank you. I, I feel a lot better, actually, after that. Can you tell? I like, you can hear my voice. I'm a little more cupped up. I think it was that second song, though, because I've been wanting to hear that for a while, and it's kind of kind of like when you're craving food, and once you get it, you just, like, perk back up. Anyhow, um, if anybody is tuning in and on Twitter, um, you can get at us using hashtag the race or, and, actually, yeah, and, not or, and <laughs> hashtag six man radio. That's six, the number, T-H, man radio. Clearly all one word because it's a hashtag. Anywho, if you are watching on there, then you probably saw, although I don't think he hashtags it, hashtag, hashtag, um, Rome posted the topic of the day. Yes, go on and uh, hashtag for me, please. Um, since you're the Twitter expert out of us too, um, the topic of the day <clears throat> is uh, expecting gratitude or recognition for good deeds that you may do. That may be like, you know, holding the door open for somebody. Um, somebody drops something, you know, picking it up for them, and, you know, handing it back to them, or you know, just any kind of like simple mundane thing um, that you may do out of the goodness of your heart. And the reason why is, huh? Go ahead. The reason why I bring this topic up is because, you know, generally, you know, people say sugar is dead, guys, you know, trying to be nice to girls and all that good stuff. But, you know, at the same time, you know, somebody, you, somebody's uh, exiting or entering a, a building and, um, you know, they hold the door for, open for you, you know, a general response would be, you know, hey, thank you for opening the door. Instead of just like carrying on like they didn't even like you were supposed to open the door for them. Kind of get what I'm getting at right now. Basically, not saying thank you when you hold the door open. Are you a little bitter about that? Not saying thank you, not making eye contact, just acting like you're their personal servant. Like this is what you're supposed to do, and then they have the nerve to get upset if you don't do it. Let's let's specify. Hold on, let's specify this. Is it somebody that you know or don't know? It's somebody that you don't know. Okay, yeah, that's rude. Yeah. Flat out rude. Now, you know, people that you know, you can play jokes on, like, slamming the door in the faces or whatever. But, you know, for a stranger, you know, you just try to be as kind, I guess, as possible. And, you know, hey, you dropped something here. Here's what you, here you go. Thank you. Or I appreciate that. Or you're so nice. <laughs> or, hey, <laughs> something. To acknowledge the fact that you're helping them out. So... If you have um, any commentary, any thoughts on the topic, um, feel free to either hit up, us up on Twitter or call in. Again, the number is 646-478-3599. Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, it's incredibly rude. If I hold the door open for you and you don't, like, say anything, it's like, who raised right. you? Exactly. Or, yeah, like, you know how if you hold the door open for somebody, the, the response is supposed to be they reach their arm out to catch the door. So that, you know, you're not mm-hmm. just holding, you know, like, oh, holding the door open for everybody. No, yeah, I'm keeping this open so you have to pull, you know, typically heavy doors that have, like, little air locks or whatever on them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's funny because, like, this this weekend, actually, I accidentally, like, dropped a door on, not, like, dropped a door, but, like, let go of it, thinking that whoever was coming out already came out, and it was, 
I closed in on a mom and her, like, three kids, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she's like, that's okay, thank you. I was like, okay, you're welcome. That's really bad. I just slammed the door in your kid's face, but you're welcome. Like, maybe they deserved it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. But, see, and she would be like, oh, you couldn't hold the door, or she just waltz right past you like you didn't even do anything. How would you have thought about that? Did you, she, she, she made the effort to go happy. back to open the door for them? Well, okay. If See, it's a little different, though, because I was already holding the door for someone, mm-hmm. and then, like, I straight up let it go, and it started closing, and then I looked back, and people were still coming out. Like, it's different if you – it. it's different if it looks like it could be misconstrued to, to be, like – you're closing the door on someone versus not holding it for someone. So, like, if it looked like I just straight up shut the door on her kid's face, like, then I would expect some <laughs> attitude. But. Of course. I mean, it's a little different than just expecting me to hold the door. But then again, it's also well, different because I'm a female. You know what I'm getting at, though. Um, you know, just any, you know, you're trying to be kind, you know, stepping out of your way to, you know, trying to help somebody else out. You, know, you would, you would. I don't know. You should expect a certain level of, you know, gratitude or like acknowledgement for what you've done. I mean, it's actually put me in like a foul mood for like two minutes because that's as much as my freaking threshold is, but or attention span is. But like, if I hold the door for somebody or I do something super nice for somebody and they just don't even say thank you, I'm like, I give them like. I mean, mug them for a good well, two minutes until I get distracted and do something else. Like, I get mad. Yeah. So, again, listeners, you know, let's see how you feel about the same situation or a similar situation or share a moment in which you were underappreciated or ignored in <laughs> when you try to do something helpful for somebody else. Um, again, the number is 646. Four seven eight three five nine nine. Nine nine. Um, while we're um kind of taking a break from the news, I saw a meme today. It kind of cracks me up, and I'm wondering if it's the same for dudes. Okay, you ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. So the the meme was this like of course memes are pictures, so it's a picture, and it's got all the days listed and a pair of women's underwear next to each one, and it's granny panties next to. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. And then the sexy panties on Friday and Saturday. And so I'm looking at it, and I kind of started cracking up because I'm like, you know, that's actually kind of true. Like, anytime that you could, you know, you're actually going out late night, you're probably wearing something cuter, something you don't want to see panty lines on or anything like that. <laughs> like, you wear prettier panties. Well, do dudes wear, like, something special, like, aside from, like, cologne or, like, dressier clothes, like, you do something like that that you wouldn't really know as a chick, but that's pretty um, other guys. Like, all it's guys funny, because actually, yeah, they do. Okay. Um, okay. You know, uh, for the weekend, you know, going out, you know, you want to put your best foot forward. So that, you know, generally includes undergarments, especially if you're going out for, you know, various activities that right. may run late tonight. <laughs> but, okay. um, yeah, you make sure. 
all guys have the clean pair of underwear. Some guys even go out to the great lengths. I go to the store and buy a fresh pack of like undergarments just to make sure everything's sharp and fresh and clean. Uh, so you're just talking about Guys always have been known to get, huh? You're just talking about clean underwear. Like, it doesn't even have to be, like... No, 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 I'm not finished. No, it's not even that. Um, Not just clean, but, like, presentable. Because, you know, the whole uh, saying is, you know, mom always says, uh, have a clean pair of underwear on, but that includes, like, uh, no holes or nothing, you know, that can per- that can make you seem uh, bummish, so to speak. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine. No holy draws. Huh? For a dude, for that first, I cannot imagine getting to that point with the dude the first time, and then there's like holes all in his <laughs> Exactly. See, no, that's a definite no. That's like the one of the biggest times. Like, all right, you have two holes. For the, your legs, one for your waist. What are the other extra ones for? But those are your that most comfortable three. pair of underwear you in your drawer. You got two legs so, and a waist. That makes three holes. But go on. Yes. So if you have any more than that, then um, it's typically an issue. I mean, there's actually, there's actually a fourth hole for uh, using the bathroom. Well, yeah. But um, true. And, well, uh, if guys, anyone... if you didn't know that, yeah, in the front, you can, you know, wiggle your way through and, you know, easy access so you don't have to use the bathroom uh, old school style, pants at the ankles. But, um, You're still, uh, yeah, anything that, any rips, tears, anything like that, no, that's no-go. Um, well, I've I've got to say, if anyone listening has some sort of a story where they've pretty much gotten ready to do the deed, and then they look at whoever's underwear and they're just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, <laughs> please call and tell us, because I just, I, I let me live. <laughs> call in and crack me up, please. Well, like, oh, yeah. can we give you a shout out next week or something like? Please, I want to hear the story. Whew, I'm yeah, tweeting at you. And that number, that number is six four six four seven eight three five nine nine. Even if it's like, or get us get at us on Twitter, hashtag the race. But like, even if it's just a story, it doesn't even have to be about their underwear. It's just like you got right to that point, and then something happened, and you're just like, uh, uh-uh, I can't. Oh, educate us. You don't. You don't even have to use your name. <laughs> we just want to hear the story. <laughs> we just want to hear the story. <laughs> I can't imagine being like on the other end of that either. I mean, I would be so embarrassed. And then I mean, be you mad. knew what you knew what the but situation was. Unless you got caught off guard, you already knew what you had on, so it wasn't like a surprise. Right. You just turn off the light so that they don't see that until Dang. maybe the morning. You know how many they, women out there now are going to be so suspicious when the dude goes and turns off the lights? Be like, what are you hiding? Let me see you in there. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's how that's going to go. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Focus on the now. <sighs> so, yeah, please get at us, call us, hit us up, however you need to do it. 
Rome, what else you got for for us? Um, kind of, sort of. I have a bunch of ridiculous stories. Um, I guess I'll go with this one: Ferris, uh, Ferris World Ride World Record. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Uh, was broken in Chicago. And the, I um, saw that actually. Did you know? Yes. Yep. Well, um, the uh, previous record for sitting, and this is like uh, nonstop writing. So the previous record was for 30 hours and 35 seconds. And um, the guy who beat it, his name is Clinton Shepard. Um, he, when he was breaking the record, he said that he didn't want to simply beat the record for like by just sitting in there for like uh, 30 hours and a minute. He wanted to shatter it. So he sat in a Ferris wheel for 48 hours, 8 minutes, and 25 seconds. Impressive. Days, I wonder if he was allowed to minutes. sleep. Huh? He probably did, to be honest with you. I mean, all you got to do is just be in motion in the Ferris wheel for that lengthy period of time. And he was the manager of the uh, Chicago's Navy Pier um, tourist spot where the Ferris wheel was. So that's how he was pretty much able to do that. And it went around 384 times. Up and down and around. I mean, that actually would be a really cool way to wake up, though. Honestly, though, all that up and down motion... Uh, what you get? Sick? Ridiculous. Yeah, sick, cramped. Um, when he finally got out and uh, was trying to walk walk it off, I guess his legs were not if not asleep then wobbly. A little after that, from not walking for two days or standing for two days after that. I wonder if he peed off of it. You, you know, yeah, either that or a diaper or inside the thing. Oh. Uh. Yeah, peeing, pooping, eating, not showering, yeah, all that. He actually had some sponsoring for it. So his girlfriend, um, his girlfriend uh, was like collecting donations, um, for his event. Anything to make a dollar. I mean, actually, like, yeah, what, the, what do you and get? The, the donations were being collected for a candlelit anniversary dinner. At the Chicago restaurant owned by Michael Jordan. Wow. So, um, well, what do you, what do you get if you break a world record though? Like, do you get money? I know you get like in the world record book, but I mean, right. I don't You get money. in the world record I'm book. I think you get a little change, but outside of that, you know, just, your name is forever engraved in the world records. And he had uh, video cameras um, uh, to watch. Actually, um, the world records allowed him one five-minute break for each hour that he was in there, and he spent hours of video games. He sp- he played um, video games uh, uh, while he was awake too, and watched James Bond and Batman, Batman movies. It's too easy to do this now. Like, if you can have five-minute breaks, and you can play video games the whole day? No. Yeah. I don't like it. That's not cool. If you're going to do it, do it straight up. 
go to the bathroom in a bucket and just chill for <laughs> two days. Yeah, that would be something. Yeah. Well, talking about um, 48 hours, here's another 40 number, but it's way different. A kid in the Philippines has 41 names. 41 names? Yeah. He's a high school senior, and he has 49, like, you know how most people have, like, first name, last name, or first name, middle name, last name? Right. Well, he's he's got his first name, and then, what's that, 49, I'm so bad at math, 49 middle names, and then last name. So he's carrying his whole uh, entire lineage with him? Goes. Basically, he's 15. I'm not. I can't pronounce. Probably 30. Can you oh, pronounce one, one of them is names? Diamond. Okay. I I can probably yeah diamond. One of them is diamond. All right, that works. Rest of them, Janko, Zeke, <laughs> Zane Zeke, Viv Zane Zeke, Wakeman. Why? Like I I I don't know. Um, but yeah, 41 last names. Can you imagine that in your high school yearbook? That they probably could uh, bring it down. I mean, you can't even um, use like the first letters just to abbre- first letters just to abbreviate his name. That's pretty lengthy. Um, the his he's got an older brother and a sister. Um, both are older. They each have twenty first names and a surname. So uh, I guess when the first daughter was born, the people in charge of the documents just, like, started writing a bunch of names on her papers, which gave her 20 names. And uh, the guy that, once they got to their third child, of course, with the 41 names, he was like, at that point, he was just over it because clearly it happened again. And um, I don't know how they do this in the Philippines. Like, it's a little ridiculous, but I swear this is a real story. I am not making this up. Um, no, I believe you. I guess they figure point, if you can't pronounce my first name or my last name or my middle name, you can pick for one of these names to pronounce me by. So how would you even remember all those names to call you, that people call you? I don't know. Like, I've seen people with, like, five names, but 41 is a lot. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, he uh, he was like, well, what if I could give my, what if I decided to give my kid a longer name, and they told him, you can't do that. So he decided he would, and he did, and he doubled it. And <laughs> his wife wasn't very happy, but that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that? Well, I'm going to do that anyway. Stop. Yeah. I can't even think of 41 names off the top of my head. Um... Oh, there's a scene in a movie or a show or something that just popped into my head where the guy's, like, guessing female names. And he's just going, 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 going. Oh, going, I, know, going, I know what going. you're talking about. I saw the clip of it. Maybe. Well, we're no good because we can't come up with the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Speaking of children... um. I'm jumping species here. You heard about the anteater? 
Um, I know what an anteater is. Yes, I'm glad you know the ant- the name is pretty self-explanatory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, this anteater in Connecticut gave birth to a uh, gave birth to one um, baby anteater, and <clears throat> and then somehow some way um, the staff of the zoo came back to you know observe the anteater and this child and saw that there was another. Um, baby anteater in the um, tin. And um, the reason why this is a, a story because um, according to this, anteaters can't have, when the anteater had the first baby, it was just a single baby. So once that anteater, but once the baby came of like decent height, another one appeared. And the reason why this is odd is because when they're mating in the zoo, they separate the mother, like after, you know, um, conception is made, they separate the mother from the, uh, the male anteaters because male anteaters kill baby anteaters. Um, huh. So, yeah. So it's weird because um, all right, they were separated for six months while, you know, the first anteater was being um, raised by the mother. And so the second one appeared. Now, it was not enough time for, you know, the general life cycle for the baby to be to um, be born. So to kind of put it in perspective, say for instance, a woman has a child. Um, it's like it's just so. Now I'm not gonna go there. All right, lady has a baby. Everybody knows it takes roughly uh, nine, nine months. months, give or take, for a baby to be born. So. During that, that time, it's like the mother had another child with no contact with another male. And that what they're saying is, in some cases, maybe, this is what they're theorizing, that when she was impregnated, one of the sperm survived and just dwells until the first baby was born. And then once the first baby was born, then it went to action to reproduce the second one. So it was like in a day, it, it was delayed implantation. That sounds weird because, like, I mean, human sperm can last, like, what, eight hours after being shot out? <laughs> I can't think of a nicer way with, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I don't It's super sperm. Right? Like this baby will be born. If you like it or not. Right? I'm coming into this world. interesting. I know that, like, I've heard that, I think it's dogs, and if you know, please call and correct me if I'm wrong, Um, but they can have, like, a a litter of puppies from two different dads. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so. Huh. Speaking of animals, though. Here's a fun story. Okay, so you know how, like, when you're a kid, um, a lot of times you'll hear, like, cats getting stuck up in a tree. It's usually in, like, little kid books. Oh, and <laughs> I then heard a story, firefighter <laughs> or a police officer goes and, like, gets them out. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So I do. In Queens, um, and you probably have, like, a longer, you probably have more detail on it than I do, 
But um, so this police officer climbed a tree trying to get this cat out. The thing is, okay. and he's like 30 feet up in a tree. The thing is, he got stuck in the tree himself. Well, and yeah, he got the cat out. Right. And he's all in uniform, and he, they had to call the firefighters to get him down after about 10 minutes. <laughs> he's gone. That's pretty embarrassing. That's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I, I would... I I want to see the pictures. I'm sure somebody has pictures of this cop stuck in a tree. Right. Because I I at one point I never understood how a police officer can get or people can get stuck in trees. I mean, I I can see if you are have a fear of height, but logic would say if you have a fear of height, don't go up in the tree. Right. But People aren't necessarily like logical. You couldn't find your way back down the same way you went up. Right. Well, we're going to go to another music break, and we will be back with more stories shortly. Got me up all night. All I'm singing is love songs. She got me up all night. Constant drinking and love songs. She got me up all night. Down and out with these love songs. She got me up all night. Down and out with these love songs. She got me up all night. Yeah. All I'm singing is love songs. She got me up all night. Yeah. Constant drinking and love songs. She got me up all night. Yeah. Okay, back when I was sleeping in my mama crib, but even back when I was up there in my homie crib, paying seventeen hundred for the rent, money well spent, no heater for the nigga made heat. May I vent? Had a thing for you, even wrote the song dreams for you, cause I had dreams for your thoughts of a ring for your childish shit. You know childish shit, anonymous flower tick, you know coward shit. Now a nigga signed a hole, took a power trip back home. I'm grown now, and the city's my throne now. Huh? The same club that I used to get tossed out, like got crisscrossed, totally crossed out, cause now I'm in this bitch. And I'm totally bust out. Oh, six trying cause they know that they lost out. But I'm still on you, I'm still on you. My drinks fell on me while I fell on you. I'm saying Would you believe me if I said I'm in love? Baby, I want you to want me. Gotta be the longest crush ever If I ever get the fucking be the longest bus ever Love is a drug like the strongest stuff ever And 
fuck her, the moan her. You feel me? She on a power trip, she got me where she want a nigga. Wiping in the club, man, my homies gon' disown a nigga. Like, give me $20, dollar. Ask too bad how you get to college, college. I'm in your city and I'm wondering if you're home now. Went and found a man, but I'm hoping you alone now. Can't help but feeling like I dropped the ball, cliche. I used to pop up on you at the mall each day. Now, typically, I kick game like East Bay. But you got a nigga freeze frame yelling, please play. For peace sake, homie, pull it together. Just fuck up one time and be through it forever. But... She knows what I'm looking for 
Welcome back. You're listening to The Race. I'm Colby, and if I can turn Rome's mic on, he's here too. But I'm the important one. Anyway, that was Kat Dahlia. I just found, well, thanks to a friend of mine, I just found her this past week. Love it. Um, I think she's from Miami, so give us a call and let us know what you think of that. Um, if you want to keep it or don't want us to ever play it again, then it hurt my feelings. That's fine, Never. too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. What do you What did you think? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I can uh, Hi. it can grow on me. I I was dancing to it. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably like the third time I've seen it today. Um, shout out to Tallahassee. I see you calling in. Appreciate it. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, really. Um, or I guess it could be Pensacola. I don't know. I just know the the first three digits, the area code. Anywho, mm-hmm. way to call in and show your support. We appreciate it. If you have anything to say, give us a call at 646-478-3599 or hit us up on Twitter, hashtag the race or hashtag and or hashtag six fan radio. Oh, crap. I have like, all that pinned up through all three of the songs. Can you believe that? Good job. I'm proud of you. Also, when you call in, if you want to say something on the radio, you know, go on and press one so that we know that you have something to say. Yeah, that's true. Well, but you don't have to. I mean, I just like seeing. Yeah, that's only if you want to say something. Right. I mean, I think there's a prompt that tells you. Anywho, you'll figure it out. You're smart people out in the world, hopefully. Anyhow, who, whatever. Um, I had a couple of dog stories, and I know as both of us, both of us being dog people, um, they might, I don't know, hit home. So. Ironically, they're both about dog bites, which, ask any dog person, that hardly ever happens. Uh, one of which, this is even rarer, had to do with a German diplomat. It was his dog that did the biting. And here's the funny part. It was a dachshund, which, if you don't know what that is, that's a little hot dog dog. It's, like, really thin. Oh, and, and Yeah. And, I mean, my mom has one, and funny. Anyhow, um, yeah, the German diplomat, his name escapes me, uh, but this woman, her, she was identified as 17-year-old, I'm sorry, 72-year-old, you know, 17, 72. I was going to say, she's a pretty young diplomat. Her name is Miss Lee. Um, she got bit. She was a some sort of a political person in South Korea. South Korea. All right. Korea. Yeah, South Korea. And the dog's bitter. Now <laughs> the German guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay. Stereotypically, oh, and I will. Yes. Well, I'll start this comment with stereotypically, just as a bit of a disclaimer. Small dogs are known to be ankle biters. Huh. They, so true. I mean, I I feel like it's like a little dog complex, kind of like the little man complex. But yeah, it's not a Napoleon complex. Like, yeah, there you go. That's the word for it. Um, but yeah, so the dog's bitter, and now the um guy is being held 
until they figure out what to do with it. I can't ever have a small dog. <laughs> I just can't do it. Oh, it's just so funny. Little, and it's funny, but it's not because, you know, being a dog owner, if you guys listening out there have any dogs, you know, or large dogs, you know, little dogs try to be all big in bed and try to bark and, you know, try to show their stuff so that they're more than just some cute, cuddly little right. animal that's slightly bigger than a rat. But, um, so, I guess this is, it was a ploy for the little dogs of the world to get their names out there. Mm-hmm. I thought you were laughing because you were imagining a little dachshund holding on for dear life to a South Korean, old South Korean woman. She's walking I was laughing at that, too. Korean. No, yeah, it's just every time, you know, I see a little dog, they start to act like, Arr! it's like, really, what are you going to do besides maybe nibble at my ankle? If, you, if your teeth are getting to reach my ankle, for that matter of fact. Exactly. Well, the other story that I had um, about dogs and dog attacks, but really dog bites, it's very rare that a dog actually, like, attacks you. Normally they're just like, if they bite you, which is rare, it's like, Oh, hey, you don't right. think I can catch you and I can't see? Here, look. Chomp. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. And you're not happy. Um, Los Angeles is the top city for dog attacks on mail carriers. Yep. I guess that would make sense. Um, I have never had that issue because we've always had mailboxes that were far away from the house. I guess I've just always lived like, in the country, and yeah. had to go, like, walk four miles to get my mail. But I guess, I mean, in a city, that would make sense. In case you're yeah. wondering, National Dog Bite Prevention Week is May 19th through the 25th, so we're pretty much in the middle of it. Um, and it's, <laughs> wow, the U.S. Postal Service said that 5,879 of its mail carriers experienced dog bites in 2012. Honestly, I guess because I had the mailbox like at the end of the road, um, I kind of thought that <laughs> the dogs attacking postal workers and um, the what was the other one like newspaper boys? I thought that was just yeah. like, something that happened in movies. To be perfectly honest. Oh, real thing. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Well, I but know you now. know, some of those cases are uh, stray dogs. Sorry, I got a little too happy. Um, I, I see that. I yeah, that some of those sense. dogs are stray dogs, though. I, I, well, why are stray dogs? Oh, I guess they stay where the food is. Yeah. I, don't know, I just thought that was interesting. Um, L.A. was ranked first with 69 bites. Then San Antonio, Seattle, Chicago, San Fran, Philadelphia, Detroit, and St. Louis, Baltimore, and then Sacramento. So, all big cities. My little hometown of Christmas, Florida, is not on there because it's Oh, fun fact for the day. There you go. Congratulations. Let them know you heard it on the race. (laughs) Exactly. You like that? I'm, like, plugging it everywhere. I know. You're doing great. Um. Pretty soon, you know, we'll be out there on the web for our website, you know, if you guys haven't heard already, we're um, in the process of 
putting a web page up, you know, so we can actually associate pictures and videos, possibly, with whatever new story that we have. Yep. So, stay tuned for that. Um, um, okay, so I found a study. No, wait, I want to go. Um, I found a study, and I'm kind of excited about it because I'm a nerd and I like studies, and it's just the way that I am, so accept it and love it and embrace it. Plus, it has to do with couples and cheating, which I find really entertaining. But it's not like cheating like cheating on each other, more like cheating with each other in life. Um, kind of, yeah. So half of Americans in a relationship say that they would go online and stream a TV show or something that they and their spouse are planning on watching together before their spouse gets to see it, just to kind of know beforehand. <laughs> it makes total sense, because how many times have you been watching something with someone, and you're like, oh, I bet you this is what happens. And let me just say, I do that a lot, and I'm always right, and I never stream it before. I'm just genius like that. But, and you can place bets on it, and you can, like, be like, oh, well, if I'm right, and this actually happens, like, you foresee a plot, or a, a plot twist that nobody could ever see. They're cheating. They're watching it before. And that's just like ruins it. Like from a female's perspective, we're like, well, the whole point was we wanted to see it together. It was supposed to be special. It's like this whole experience, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, nah. I mean, I'm assuming it's the guys. Maybe that's wrong of me. Look, but yeah. No, it's, it's not right, wrong of you. For the majority part, it is the guys. But in the guys' defense, or whoever the case is, you know, people watch TV or movies differently than other people do. Like, some people just can sit there and just get engulfed into, like, the TV show and don't want it to be disturbed. Or, and while the other person, you know, likes to make their own commentary to the TV show. So that's why they may look into it a little bit ahead of time. Or cheat in the aspect okay. of things. Well, here's something funny. Um, off of that, like, 21% of the 51% that cheat do it in bed while the partner's sleeping. So you wait until your partner's going <laughs> to sleep, and then you pull it up on your phone, and you watch the movie. And the other five, right. 5% watch it in the bathroom. What is going on <laughs> with you people? No. Um, when you're watching the show, all right, if you're watching, what, uh, all right, if you're watching your show, it's your show, you know, you get home from work or you get home from whatever and your show is on. You don't want to be interrupted. And whoever you're with that happens to enjoy the show with you or doesn't mind watching the show with you, they may not be as involved in the show as you are. So, in order for you to get the full aspect out of the show or movie, you watch it by yourself. <laughs> and not get made fun of for your gasps and tears and all that. <laughs> exactly. That way, you know, when you watch it with you know, your significant other or whoever you're watching it with or that you plan to watch it with, you wouldn't, you can still enjoy it and, you know, not miss anything. You know, it says that 77% of men ages 18 to 34 in a relationship said they would do it and 57% of women. So it is more, and it's the same age age range, it is more men than women. But you know what, it really makes sense because maybe that's why y'all don't cry at chick flicks. <laughs> like the notebook? How can you not cry at that? 
Why would you figure you guys it? out? Oh, so we figured it out. We want like, ahead of time. That's why. We get our kids out. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Notebook, mute your speakers for half a second because it's so sad. They live together, and he tries to get her through Alzheimer's, and then they die together, and it's just so sweet. That's why you cry. Anyhow, so, um, yeah, 14% feel guilty and confess to their partner, and 12% say that they rewatch it in fake emotions. Which are you, Rome? <laughs> I'll put you on the spot. You gonna put me on the spot? Mm-hmm. Which one do you do? Do you tell Which them one do not I do? say anything and fake emotions? Um, I don't fake emotions. No, I do not do that. But I, if it's something I really want to watch ahead of time, then if I really want to watch and you know and, and am involved in it, I will watch it ahead of time. If I, it depends. It depends on who I'm watching with. If the person can enjoy it the way I enjoy it, then I watch it with them. I have no problem with that. But if the person likes to talk throughout the show or movie, I'm gonna watch it that time, just that. so I don't miss anything. I'm pretty bad about that talking during movies. It depends. Yeah. Like if I haven't seen it, I won't talk. But yeah. So that was like my favorite story. I don't know that one. That one's up there with the cop getting stuck in a tree for this week for me. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty sad, but, hmm, interesting. Um, I have a, I, this is, this is really, really sad. It, it It's really sad what the world's coming to. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> um, a 10-year-old boy, um, a 10-year-old Washington State boy was sentenced on Wednesday um, up to five years in juvenile detention for his role and a foiled plot to rape and kill a girl at his school and to harm other children. What? Ten years old. He, um... Uh, oh, my God. It was, yes, it was him and his accomplice was an 11-year-old boy that were being picked on by this girl at school. And they plotted to rape and kill her. The way they were going to kill her was with a using a Remington model 1911 pistol and a knife. You're in fifth grade, yeah. dude. What? <laughs> Life is not You haven't I mean, even done. Like, you can't handle that. I feel like bullying is getting pretty bad, but that's like, that doesn't even, you can't even justify that at all. Like, I don't care right. how bad. Well, his justification for it was the girl was rude and always made fun of him and his friends. Congratulations. Welcome to the world. Like, that's how it is. It sucks. Right. You can't go you need around to take on here and there. Right. You don't need to end somebody's life. Over that. Wow. But, um, what ended up happening was, as they were getting on the school bus, a fourth grader uh, spotted the knife and reported it to a teacher, a teacher's aide, and then you know they were apprehended and dealt with accordingly. But it's it's really sad to what the world's coming to. Like people are too, or kids are too sensitive, too sensitive to tolerate minimal bullying to a certain extent. I mean. You, 
that's how you develop thick skin. And if you can't take that, then when you go to this juvenile detention, then it's going to be a lot worse. Right. But, but they weren't thinking about that. They got the weapon. They got the gun from the kid's older brother. And the older brother originally got it from his grandfather. So I guess the older brother was of age to hold a weapon, I'm assuming, because they don't really say. But Well, it's not like they were following the rules by deciding to plot and to kill and rape a girl. Right. So it doesn't really matter if they were of age. I don't know. I need a music break after that. That's really depressing. Um... (laughs) Like, wait, wait, I'm not done. Let me get through my few stories. Oh, what? You ready? Yes. All right, in addition to that, I have another, well, all right, I'll go with this one. Uh, Alaskan man runs out into a frozen lake to avoid going to jail. Um, That's not sad. That would have been fine afterwards. I'm trying to be demiserabled. Miserabilized? Demiserabilized? I like that. It's a new word. Well, this should make you. This should lighten the mood. Um, him and his, I guess, whoever was driving him was approaching the house, and the police were at his house with a warrant for his arrest for failing to comply with his probation conditions. And as soon as he saw the police, he hopped out of the vehicle and headed for um, the Cheney Lake, and it was frozen. So this is, it didn't make sense because he ran out to the lake, I guess, trying to elude police, but the lake was frozen. And since they didn't know the condition, the stability condition of the lake, the police didn't follow him on the lake. They just stood alongside the lake, and they called upon uh, rescue divers just in case the uh, guy fell through the lake as, and, um, you know, emergency services just in case they had to uh, revive him. But um guy was 19 years old, and... Um, it was a standoff until the 19-year-old decided to come back and go on and get arrested. So it's really a pointless act of escape, but interesting. Wow. Okay, well, I'll skip my music first then because that has cheered me up a little bit. Um, okay, another kind of, like, retarded escape. I'm sorry, I shouldn't use that word. Not thought out escape plan. Um in Michigan, Curtis, Michigan, wherever that is, uh, a girl broke into a place. Um, it was an inn, and she robbed it. And then she locked herself in her car outside of it, somehow lost her keys, and the door lock latches were broken. So, of course, she was caught. She stole food, dishes, silverware, and other goods. Um, How do you lock yourself inside a car? I don't know. Um, I'd be interested to see what she was driving. But, yeah, she's 42. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're, you're a little old to be robbing things and then locking yourself in the car to get caught. Right. That's what that. Um, my last story of thievery. Someone died. I didn't even see get busted. Uh, courtesy of Instagram. Um, uh, a man. Um, 
along with his accomplices, stole uh, roughly what was it? oh seven hundred thousand worth of um, like IDs, you know, birthdays, just precious information, and was trying to sell it off, um, you know, for pay. And what they ended up doing, they were meeting the I guess the dealer that they were gonna sell stuff to at restaurant at a <laughs> you might find this interesting. The restaurant is called YOLO. I only live once. Anyway, yes. In Fort Lauderdale. And they were discussing the terms of transaction there and then they met up a second time at uh Morton's uh steakhouse. And um the reason why they got caught is because the guy was taking pictures of his food, like most people do, I guess. Because that's the cool thing to do mm-hmm. when you That's what Instagram's all for. Right. Um so anyway, he took us a picture of his uh, steak and mac and cheese, and um, the police, along with the assistance of Google, traced it back to his name, and the date and time that he took the picture all linked up with him being there. So, um, yeah, he got arrested. Him and his accomplices were arrested for identity theft thanks to taking pictures of your food. So, idiot. Y'all got to be careful with the social media stuff. Like, everything can be traced back, like, the time and date of right. where you were. Like, this, is, this is not new. This is this is what keeps baffling me. It's not new. People get fired over this. People you know, get arrested over this, and they still do it. It's, it's ridiculous how dumb people are. But Well, I have... um. A fun little story. Yeah. <laughs> in Spain, um, a man broke in to a fortune teller's home because she sold her, I'm sorry, she sold him for $212,000 a love spell, and it didn't work. Imagine that. Really? Surprise, surprise. So, um... <laughs> He broke in trying to get his money back, and um, she was there because he was what getting her back. Which I don't like. If she's a fortune teller, like isn't she gonna see that coming? I don't know. Um, no, <laughs> Probably. Anywho, the guy suffered a panic attack during the arrest, um, but. All is well and good now. I just thought that was funny that people are still trying to sell love potions. Yeah. Welcome to 2013. They don't work. If anybody has any doubt, love potions don't work. Just to, that Craigslist had? Yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Just to put it out there, it doesn't work. <laughs> you have to do it old oh, school. Court them. Different time. Another piece. You know, that kind of jazz. Right. Another piece of um, foreign news. First off, I didn't even know that there was a New York, India. Mm. Like, that that was news to me in itself. What? That's that's news to me as well. Yeah. Um, If you're a female, chances, or even if you're male, honestly, chances are you know that there is a doll called Barbie. And she has been very popular. What? For a very long time. Yeah, I know, right? Um, Crazy. So in New York, India, 
they are planning to build a Barbie dream house, but, like, adult size. So you can, like, walk in and stuff. Sounds like a waste of money, but, hey. Huge waste of money. But you know what? Hey, they need a tourist attraction, so I'm sure they'll uh, be a nice little source of income for the country. Or the country or state or... Um, Mal- uh, excuse me, New York, India, so the city. The ironic part of it is that Barbie's dream house was in Malibu, not New York. Ha <laughs> <Get> it. <laughs> <laughs> I need them to get that. Maybe they're going to name it Malibu. Maybe. It's I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, my last tidbit, um, anybody that has, uh, interest in cannabis, marijuana. Uh, Washington, <laughs> oh, man, this is probably enlighten or uh, excite many uh, marijuana users. But um, as you know, uh, the reg- uh, <clears throat> Washington is one of the few, two states that you can use marijuana rec- recreationally. And um, I think I just made up a word. Anyway, um, and so that being said, um, not familiar. I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with the way weed is uh, processed, but there's stems that are left um, as waste from marijuana. So what people have been doing, well, not people, but a certain group of individuals have been doing was feeding the seed, the stems, and I guess other waste to pigs. And then eating the pigs? Yes, and as you would expect, one of the side effects for um, cannabis is increased hunger. So the pigs that uh, were fed the um, pot mixture of food ended up being 20 to 30 pounds heavier than the other pigs. And so the guy, well, once they were... Rome, listen, let me me interject here because I actually heard... um, I think while I was still in school, that it's a, yeah, it was, while I was still in school, they did a study saying that it's more of a cultural thing, that when you, like, basically only Americans really believe in the munchies. So that's interesting. Really? Maybe they just fed it more. Yeah. Um, maybe they just, like, fed them more because they assumed that they would be hungrier. I don't know. I digress. Go on. Um, well, uh, anyway, uh, we'll we'll touch on that later. So in addition, to, so seeing how the, the, um, that turned out, they sold when they sold the pigs pig to a butcher, um, the butcher the butcher once he covered the pigs, he auctioned them off. He sold them off separately as uh, part of a, a um, pot pig gig, and they sold out of those pot pigs a lot faster than they did the regular pigs because they I guess people thought that the THC would transfer in the meat, but studies are still being done to see if TC is transferred that way. Doubt it, but you know, it is what it is. You know, so, it's so a little interesting. Like, uh, let me just say, like, I has come up with the craziest stuff, and when it works, it's just like, holy crap, blows your mind. I actually heard of someone, um, and this may not be news to you, but it was news to me, and I was like, oh my god, this genius. Um taking the 
the seeds and the stems and soaking them in alcohol for a couple of days and then drinking that and then you get drunk and high. I was just like, oh wow. My God, so you I, get drunk and high and you can continue your high with bacon uh, weed. There you go. <laughs> Take <laughs> your munchies with hot bacon. <laughs> Continue your high with uh, ba- wheat bacon. Oh my goodness! Like I mean, you know what? I should uh, I should though. I should copyright that. Make millions. In fact, no, no. If you guys nope. heard that, just ignore that little tidbit. All right, fine. You can only use it if I can be partner. Sixty forty. Sixty forty. Okay, that's done. I get sixty. You get forty. No. No, 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 no. I get 60, you get 40, because it's really, like, my thing. Okay, fine. You get 30, I get 70. I get 70, you get 30? Perfect. I love it. I'm shaking hands. No, 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 no. You get 20, I get 80. No. I get 100, you get nothing. You're cut. Done. (laughs) What is my thing? No, it's not. You had the idea to eat bacon afterwards, which I already had. So, eh. You know what? We'll we'll settle this in court. Well, if anybody, I guess, has any ideas for other ways to illegal things, depending on where you live, <laughs> give us a call next week. Um, and it's always the same number: six four six four seven eight three five nine nine. Oh, just need to do some research and call us next week and tune in and all that. And, We'll talk about All right, or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, whatever you prefer. Right, Facebook, Twitter, call in, Instagram, whatever. I don't, I don't even care. You can find us. We're not hard to find. Um, other than that, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Yes, we appreciate you, all your listeners out there. And shout out to Georgia. I saw them coming. In, I saw them calling in to to listening. Well, at least the Georgia area did. One of them. Well, um, appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Keep doing it. We like it. Anyhow, y'all have a good night. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be here next week, same time, same place. All that good fun stuff. Seven Eastern Standard Time. And have a good night. We're out. Just before this honor, loyalty lives. As I enter industry with thoughts so lucrative, I was self-destruct before I become captive. They wouldn't let me in, now I'ma take that initiative. To stand firm and make my own pivot. Yeah, I knew a few people with similar thoughts like these, and together we make the illustrious DVD. We'll fight into the end, giving up is not an option. Things will never be the same if you ain't with it. Get to walking in, I'm saying Keep it as a reminder, never stay lost, never dishonor. Things didn't work, my spine's out and they keep on falling. You ain't part of the solution and you're part of the problem. So we're looking for something different cause we done heard the calling. Tell me now no longer can I stand anymore soaring. Understand you possess the consciousness to open closed doors. Tell yourself it's no older, better run. Stop what I'm